All right, all right. Hey, welcome back to Right On Radio. This extra edition, we've never done a show at this time of night, I don't think, before. But we're happy to do it. We wanted to do this for you. So this is going to be a call-in show. We're really kind of celebrating a little bit tonight. And I'm glad that Nikki has joined. Nikki, welcome back to Right On Radio. You'll just have to unmute your mic. Wonderful. Good evening. Well, so far, there's been some really great reviews on the show. And I got to admit, I watched most of it again, even tonight myself. And uh, this, there's so much to your story in in just that segment that we covered, Nikki. And you were so eloquent. I want to thank you for, you know, talking about some really painful stuff. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And I'll tell you something. It is just uh, it's an honor to do everything that we can to serve God. And this is a story of um, pain for sure, but it's a story of redemption and how God not only redeems us, but he redeems our families and he allows us to go through these things for a time such as this. And that is to make sure that we know the importance of fighting for our freedom because it can be taken away at any moment if we're not careful. And it has been taken away from us step by step by step. And of course, there's the breaking news tonight, and I haven't caught the full story, but uh, caught pieces of it. You know, a bunch of, what is it, kindergarten kids shot uh, in Texas. And immediately, you know, uh, Kamala is out there and things like that. And they're already saying, we need policy. We need to, not only are you not allowed to speak in uh, America anymore, but now we got to take away the guns. Oh, my goodness. And of course, you know, it is tragic what what has happened. And I'm in El Paso and, and this neighborhood and this school that has been affected isn't too far from me. Um, quite honestly, it is so sad that when something like this happens, it is twisted in order to um, take away the very weapons that our Constitution provides us with so that we can stand against a tyrannical government. These are two separate things that happen. And as tragic as this is, uh, this is vultures really, um, you know, preying on the vulnerable. You know, it, it is, certainly it's someone who's demented, who's done this, but, you know, just like the Buffalo shooting, I have a theory that, you know, this is a programmed individual. You know, that's funny that you say that because it, it's, I don't know what goes on in the minds of people who are, uh, you know, they acquire a weapon and they, you know, intentionally decide what they're going to do and make this plan. Um, it is so incredibly interesting, though, to try to figure out, you know, what what's going on in the mind here, what is going on. But but the one thing that I feel like is so important to remember at this at, about this is that uh, this is a, uh, a a demented individual and somebody who has, you know, um, uh, a psychiatric issue. But this is not our common man. Yeah, no, it, it's not. And Nikki, I, we're seeing in the chat that there's some sound issues. It doesn't really happen in this very often. But perhaps when when you're not speaking, mute, and I'll do the same when you're speaking, I'll, I'll mute. And hopefully that will uh, pick it up a little bit. Uh, let me know if that sounds a little bit better. 
uh, right now. Does that sound a little bit better? Uh, it says I'm very scratchy. Uh, normally this pro this platform works really really well. Okay, well it does sound better. Thank you. And uh, hey, get the likes and shares out there. No one expects us to do a show this time of night, and we just want to get to some people on here. We're thankful for each one of you that is on here. And by the way, Christy should be joining us as well. And I might even have another special guest dropping by. But this call is, this uh, program is for you. So, you know, call in, talk to Mickey, talk to me. Uh, Christy will be joining us and uh, we'll answer any questions that we can. Uh, obviously, we don't want to talk about other people and things like that, you know, particularly in our community. We want to keep this friendly, but, you know, as far as intel and things like that, if you want to call in, uh, Mickey is a medical professional. That's kind of a timely thing to talk about. Oh, we've got our first caller, and let's see who this is. I couldn't read the name, but I just accepted you, and we're going to let you in, and you can talk to myself or Mickey, so you should be able to just come in now. And the volume is still low. Now that's unusual. Let me see what I can do here. Just give me one second. Well, I guess that person might have hit the call in by mistake because they are not coming in. Crank it. How's that? I'm holding this really close to my mouth. Is that better? I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to speak directly into the microphone, and the volume is very low. I can barely hear you as well. I don't know if you can hear me uh, that well either. On my side, the audio is actually perfect, but uh, there's a lot of people saying that in the audience, so I want to be very clear. But I will speak up because, of course, I do have a loud voice, <laughs> and Mickey can probably attest to that. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but. <laughs> yeah, my voice can knock down walls, I've been told. <laughs> so, all right, there we go. Uh, Revolution, thanks. It, it's better. That's good. That's good. Hey, uh, listen, I'm just going to text Christy, and I don't talk and text real well. So, Mickey, say something entertaining for everyone. Oh, yeah, nothing like a little bit of pressure at the last minute, right? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you something that is very entertaining for me, uh, and that is just having the opportunity to be so involved with so many uh, people who love freedom, who have questions, who understand the need that we have right now to uh, to stand in the gap, to um, sometimes to close our mouth just a little bit and open our ears and just listen to what God has for us. So uh, it is so incredibly important for me um, you know, to be able to be somebody that speaks for him. And our country was founded on the principles of God. Uh, and that is something that I will never, ever forget or argue, uh, you know, with anybody about. It is just, it is what it is. And this is um, a nation built, you know, with, with uh, as God, as our creator and the giver of our inalienable rights, rights that cannot be taken away uh, from us by man because they were given to us by him. 
And so therefore we sit back and we, uh, you know, it takes bravery. It takes courage. And sometimes we have to say things that are not uh, popular and we risk rejection and we risk a lot of things. But at the end of the day, you know, that courage in the word of God in Joshua 1, 9 and it's like my mom says in so many places in the Bible, he tells us to be courageous. Do not fear. Uh, and that's what we're here to do. So uh, if I have anything to say, it is it is definitely that. Uh, let our light of God shine before men. And this battle is not over. It is not over. And the courageous men and women who are doing everything in their power uh, to fight the, um, you know, the forces of tyranny, I just want to take a minute right now to commend each and every one of you. Thank you so much for your fight. Encourage you not to give up and to let you know that you are not alone, will not ever be alone, and uh, and we'll fight. We'll stand up and we will fight. I know Jeff is probably working so on Mickey, a few issues still, but I just wanted to make that clear. I'm going to take just a second, read some of the comments, and maybe I have something that, that I can add to it. Yeah, and Mickey, where where do you, where is the fight for us right now? What 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 should people be doing to fight against this? Obviously, we need to stand up. We need to tell the truth. But how do you approach someone who uh, is you know just completely brainwashed? How how do we approach our neighbor that knows nothing and just trusts everything the government has been doing to us? You know that is an excellent question. You know because. Um, Number one, even on your show, we have one, uh, our first priority, and that's to love God. Uh, and then we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. We love our family. And so we have to respect everybody uh, and how they feel and the position that they hold. We do not know where people have come from. But just because we don't all agree and we are not here to shove something, you know, down people's throats, the awareness that, you know, what we have in this country can be taken away at any moment, that has to be the message. And that mass that message has to be given in love. And it's like anything else, any other relationship that we have, you cannot force anybody into anything. We have to be humble. We have to be loving. Um, but I think that we have to simultaneously, we have to take a stand. And what does that stand look like? I can tell you what it looks like for me, Jeff, and, and for, for any of you, you know, that are listening, what that stand looks like for me is I do not comply when somebody says, you know, I want to give you this jab and it doesn't matter how you feel about it. If somebody is telling me that, you know, I have to, um, you know, strap something over my face and they're saying that it's going to help me, uh, and I know that that's not the case, I do not comply. I think every single time we have the opportunity to stand up by simply not complying to a tyrannical dictate, that is fighting. And I would never minimize that action or discount that in any way. If every single person who loves, you know, our freedom simply did not comply, we would not be where we're at right now. We wouldn't be where we're at right now because tyranny cannot dictate for us to do things and they're not holding us down yet and making us do anything. So the key here is just to simply say no, whether in your word or your action or both. So number one, do not comply to tyranny. 
And then number two, when we start realizing that there is corruption in one, uh, you know, area of our lives, then we get in the word of God, right? And we want to be able to understand what the truth is. We want to pray and ask God's guidance before we do anything. And this is just my, my opinion here. Um, when I resigned, I had to, you know, study, I had to pray. I had to, to have long conversations with God. I had to feel at the end of the day that what I was saying was absolute truth. And once I understood that I, that I was in a corrupt environment and people were getting hurt in that environment, AKA the hospital, I had to, uh, resign. So there's an action piece. We can do not comply with the things that we have the power to not comply with, which is everything. We have full autonomy over our body. Our God gave us that. No one can take it away. Period. We have to understand the difference between a law and a mandate. The Lord tells us that we need to, you know, follow the law, um, but these mandates are not law. So that's something that we have to, you know, talk about. Um, but when there is, other, when there are other areas that involve any kind of corruption, uh, people are getting hurt, and we are actually in that. In my, in my case, I was in the medical field, so I was watching this happen. And by not doing anything about it, because I was worried about paying my bills and how am I going to, you know, support my family and all of that. I was, I was worried about those things, but I could not cross the line and be complicit in what they were doing to patients. And not only that, but to staff, you know, that, that didn't really understand what was going on. So, uh, in a nutshell, that is how I feel like we can, you know, approach people. We lead by example. We do not comply when the subject comes up. We definitely, and sometimes we have to make the subject come up. We speak the truth and we, we know what the truth is. And if it doesn't align with God and what's going on in our heart is not the truth, trust me, when you're talking to God, he'll let you know that that's not true. And it's like Christy said earlier, you know, we can redact that and we're humble enough to be willing to learn. But when we know the truth, the truth is what is going to set not only us free, but our families in this country. And that is how we need to stand. Leading by example, do not comply, do not be complicit, continue to do the right thing and let your light shine in those ways. I love that you said that. And, you know, living in Canada where I am, it, it's even worse than the United States. Canada and uh, in Australia have been the testing grounds for this entire thing. Uh, and you look at what's happening, but I have not complied at all. And I've got really no pushback from it. In fact, I think I saw some smiles from cashiers and things like that celebrating it. Uh, but no one said anything, and it's just simply compliance. I didn't want to get into an argument. If someone challenged me, I probably would uh, give them a you know a little bit of information, you might say. Uh, but non-compliance, look, and imagine if your entire country did it. Imagine if 70% of the country did it. They're overrun. They have no chance. We have to stand up, and we have to stand up now. And uh, by the way, I noticed our special guest is in the audience, but also Christy has joined us. So Christy, say hello to everyone and give your two cents on non-compliance. Oh, having a mic problem. We can't hear you, Christy. All right, Christy, your microphone is not working. I don't know what's happening. But we're only what about now, Jeff? Is that better? 
Is that better? Oh, there you are. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, so when it comes to what we're going through, guys, you, they, they are, they're just trying to fear factor. They, they did this in the 1870s, you know, in Lincoln era, they did it with, um, in World War II. I mean, they do this. They're going to do it like every hundred years. I think the one thing that we can learn is to just pass it on from generation to generation. They did this in Cuba. Okay. So they did this before Fidel took over. So I think we all have a choice here. And I spoke with some very high level people, as Jeff mentioned on the, on the call, you know, we're both speaking to very high level people and different people. And if there's one message they really want to get out from the president that is still the president of the United States of America, not the one that's pretending like he's in the White House, it's to stand up and take back your countries, period. Okay? That is the message. That is it. Take off your mask. He never wore a mask. Matter of fact, remember they made fun of him for taking off the mask the minute he got out of the hospital. And take back your country. That's it. It's that simple. There's nothing they're going to be able to do to you. And I say that with extra confidence because of the sources that it came from. And I'm just telling you, you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to take a stand like Mickey took um, for maybe your jobs, for other things, and pray. Ask the Father what you are supposed to do next and i assure you it will not be to put on the mask okay if it's put on the mask follow the media believe your puppeteer government you really need to ask if you're really if you're really listening to the father or if you are following this tyranny that is of satan okay because there is no in between okay this is it the time has come the government's done all they can do what they're waiting on is for people to step into positions. If you want this to end, step into a position, okay? Let Jeff and I know who you are. If you're trying to step into a position in a local government, let us know who you are. And I assure you, we will do our best to help you get there. And it may seem ugly. It may seem scary. Um, this week, um, Nurse Kim, who I had the interview with, and, I'm, I, and I don't want to keep going back to Nurse Kim, but she is a fighter. She has been going to the government, the, gover the governor, the fake you know, regime that's trying to take over Hawaii. And this is somebody that's originally from California. And she, the Lord has told her to stay in Hawaii. She has no family there other than her husband and his mother. And her family actually is stateside, but God has told her to stay there. And then he told her to like get in the race to be her be a representative. And then she wanted to fall out of the race because she got sick and, you know, there was an excuse. And I was like, no excuses. Like, this is it. Like, this is it. Either you get the opportunity to have a voice in the government or you could be sitting in tyranny forever and even if you go in and let's say it's not meant for you that, you know, wherever, if God opens the door, I believe he's going to be the one to either, you know, keep opening doors for her 
or he's going to close the doors, okay? Because she's going to have a team of prayer warriors behind her. She's going to have outlets to be able to get her voice out. And she is going in and she's recording everything. Not only is she going in and doing these things, but she's recording them. And she has no income either, guys. Like, she has no income. She is very much like walked away from her income, just like Mickey. Okay. So if they can do it, you can too. I assure you. So, you know, if you're driving a car that's maybe costing you a car payment, trust me, there's something that you can give up. I promise you. And, you know, when, when times get really, really rough, you may have to give it all up. And, and, and trust me, I've done it. You're talking to somebody who's actually done it, been there, done that. I've dealt with a family full of masons that knows how to wipe out a 911 system and knows how to you know the only thing that you can do is move overnight okay so if i can do it if mickey can do it and if kim can do it so can any of you okay because like we don't come from wealth we don't come from you know we we weren't born with a silver spoon in our mouths okay and yeah, times were really, really tight sometimes. I mean, really tight. And I would just like literally be like, Father, you literally, you you showed me this way, so you better get me out of it. And I would hold, I mean, I would hold him accountable for it and say, you know, I'll do whatever you tell me to do, but I need you to, to do this. And that's what he wants us to do. So we have to do that. We have to move. We have to quit just... I, and I'm I'm not saying, you know, quit listening to the radio, but quit listening to everybody on every talk show talking about it and actually take an action to do it. And and you can ask Jeff, Jeff, I mean, you can tell them about what I even said, like if I'm going to come on with you, like it's to encourage people to get off of their sofas and whether it's make phone calls. Yes, we need a digital army out there. That's one thing. Trust me, I own a digital media agency, but you see how little I'm online because we're at a point where we've said all, I'm not saying we've said all we can say online, but it's also time to take action in person with your neighbor and to talk to your neighbor, to get them to take off their mask. You know, when I see people with a mask on now, I'll say, you do know that you don't have to wear the mask, right? And do you know what they do most of the time? They actually take it off. Like they don't even ask any questions anymore. And then if they do ask any questions, I just say, well, you know, I'm really concerned about your health. And they'll say, but oh, why that, you know, they, they were told that the mask helped. And I said, well, if you'd like, I actually have in my notes on my phone, some evidence that masks do not help. It's the opposite. And like Nurse Kim is going around and actually, you know, she cites people cite on scene. She's going into every CVS pharmacy, every Walmart pharmacy, and she's recording all of these pharmacist healthcare providers that are illegally giving a jab. Okay. So what can we do with that video? Instead of it just being a video and her, you know, not her not just sharing content she's actually out creating it and really she's almost taking no time to share it if you want to know the truth uh, but she's basically building a library um, so that these people can be tried in world court and she's educating them siding with them with the Nuremberg code and she's going in fearlessly even though she's she has fear some days she is going in as if she has zero fear and so I hope that I've just encouraged somebody to you know do something else you know, even if it is just take off your own mask, that's it. You know, show that you are 
you are taking a stand and that you, your freedom will not be revoked because I mean, like Mickey's story is, you know, that, you know, there are times that you could easily be locked in a building or locked in something. And if you think that that's not the next step, we got another thing coming and there's way more of us. And what they're doing is if you're in a country that, you know, 90% of the people are still wearing a mask, they're just trying to see how compliant you are. Trust me, because I was in Florida in the very beginning where they were trying to really force feed and saying that older people were, um, you know, most at stake, at stake um, to attract COVID. So of course, everyone here was wearing a mask at first. So I was called a Nazi. I was called, you know, you don't care about, you know, you don't care about your neighbor. You, you're just so inconsiderate. I mean, you would not even believe the names that I was called, but you know what? You just keep going and you just look at them like, you know what? you're really the one brainwashed and yes they're going to look at you maybe at first like you're the one brainwashed but guess what kindly give them some evidence and you know I, and I'm, I'm happy to kim actually shared some videos of her going into a walmart that i'm going to post on my telegram that you can take that and do exactly what she's doing you know especially if you're in healthcare, because you can go in and um and record a video of them, you know, get their badge numbers, you know, put a little fear into these people who have taken an oath because that it seems to be what's really working. And Mickey, you may have a totally different perspective on that. And I'm very curious to what that is. Um, I actually could not agree with you more. I, as you were talking, I was just thinking of several things and one, uh, just FYI, I saw this, you know, come across social media, so I'm not going to get the monkeypox jab either just ahead of time, right? <laughs> but um, it, it is so incredibly important to, uh, I hate to sound like a cliche, but to be true to yourself and not, uh, I don't live my life way before masks or vaccines or anything else. We don't live our lives based on what other people think we have to have that code of honor that code of ethic that thing inside of us that says that i don't believe in this i do believe in this and so if somebody comes trying to impose that upon you and you don't believe in it and you do it anyway uh, you know this is a problem right so i look back I'm, I'm the first one to talk i look back it was covid in march of 2020 i was working at the hospital it I, I had no idea what was going on i was completely asleep my entire life my entire career i had absolutely no idea what was going on um so at, on the onset of covid i started realizing some other things that were happening that began to cross my moral standard and when those things were were coming at me and I, I would be in the hospital and i would see that you know a physician was ordering vitamins and nutrients for a patient in the icu that had been quote unquote diagnosed with covid and i know that some people have covid but it's not always the truth the pcr tests are, are obviously um you know, not reliable and or intended for these these purposes. But when these doctors would try to give their patients 
vitamins and it's not allowed for COVID per protocol. The auth- the pharmacy was authorized to withhold that. I don't work anywhere near the, uh, you know, the pharmacy. I would only take x-rays in the ICU, but I was watching these patients be depleted of something and that crossed a standard, that crossed a moral boundary. It was watching as a patient who needed something could not get something because of some protocol, you know, in Sorosville somewhere. So I, when I am talking about, you know, standing up for what we think is right within our heart, I'm talking to myself. I'm telling you my own personal journey has not been easy. I was complicit for a long time. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that I was hurting anybody, but the minute that we know, uh, and that does cross that boundary, then it is our moral duty to stand up for what is right and to stand up for what we know to be, you know, the truth. And even if that means not putting that mask on, and even if that means, you know, um, telling somebody, you know, that this patient is suffering, even if you have to do it in a letter of resignation, whatever it takes, it's like we cannot just sit back and allow ourselves to be crossed over, uh, compromised, uh, overrun. And, and part of the show is love your neighbor. If we see our neighbor being hurt by because they're not getting the nutrition that they need and we don't do anything about it, it's like I can't sleep at night in that kind of a situation. So standing also looks like this. And, uh, you know, Christy, I agree with you 100% percent that the stand is here and we have we have to make it if we don't do it who will and I think of my children and my grandchildren if we don't do this now who will you know what's going to happen to our country if we don't if we just continue going with the flow and going with the flow well oh it's not going to hurt anybody even though I don't believe in it even though I don't want to you know I'm just going to put my mask on because whatever you know whatever the situation is that is this is how I look at it. That's hurting my granddaughter. That's teaching people, my family, by example, that, you know, I can be overtaken and that I don't stand for what's right and what's moral. And therefore, there is absolutely nothing to my character. And that is why I wouldn't be, I would not be able to sleep at night knowing that I'm doing something that's damaging my neighbor, damaging the name of God, damaging my fellow man, and damaging the futures of my children and my grandchildren. So I just encourage you to be courageous and not and just don't comply. My encouragement is that it feels so terrifying sometimes to stand up. I don't know why we're so afraid sometimes, but you know it says do not fear how many times in the Bible. Maybe Jeff would know the numbers. He's a numbers guy, but there's so many times when the Lord tells us not to fear and to stand up and to be courageous. I don't know why we have to be reminded of that so often. I have to be reminded of that because it's hard. There's criticism. People will come against us. There's all of that. But when, you know, and this is why I shared my, my story about being in Kids of El Paso to begin with, because once you get to a place where you've already been hurt and you literally have nothing else to lose, standing is the only thing. And there is freedom in standing. There is freedom when you don't comply. But when we walk in compliance to tyranny, we are slaves. Guys, there's a saying that goes, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And it's really simple. It's really simple. There's no one person that's going to come and save you. There's no 
politician that's going to come and save you. There's only one savior and he's not ready to come back yet, obviously. Otherwise he would already be here and rapture us up. Right? So, and it is our duty to protect ourselves. We are called the church and we are to protect our bodies as if they are his period. So ask yourself, what would Jesus do? He certainly wouldn't take a vaccine as the Frank, the Grams might lead you to believe. If your church was closed down, you must find another church. If your church has anything to do with any of the big pastors, you're going to have to find another church. Trust me, I'm right there with you. That is nothing that's a big secret, but we have got to make changes and we have got to take a stand. I have several points and thank you both for being so eloquent in those comments and so passionate. I agree 100% with everything that's been said, but I'm going to touch on three points. The first one is fear. Fear is not from the Lord, and I don't know the number, uh, Mickey, but uh, fear is not from the Lord. That is for sure. And, of course, I've given out my definition of fear on the program many times before, and I'll do it again because the definition of fear in my mind is failure to confront your future and if you don't confront your future your future is going to run over you so you cannot live in fear the second thing is when christy was talking about we are called to govern we are called to be stewards of this earth we're called to be in power we're not called to trust it to this cabal that's doing it and if you are called, and not everyone is, but if you are called to go into government in some shape or form, you know what? God might be calling you, but he might not be calling you to win. He might be calling you just to go into the campaign to expose some stuff and to get the conversation changed away from the official narratives. So that might be part of the plan as well. And and I guess the, the fourth thing, or the third thing I wanted to say is all things well, I'm going to say all four of us here, um, and yes, there is a fourth person who's going to come on. You can call in now, Tom, uh, but there, all four of us have had to sacrifice. We've all lost our, our careers over this, and God has provided. And by the way, God promises to provide. That's a promise. He's not saying, well, you know what, if you're a good Christian, if you get up and say the Lord's Prayer enough times during the day, um, maybe I'll give you dinner that night. No, he promises to provide for us, folks, and it's not always easy. Uh, you know, it traditionally, being a disciple of Christ it has come with sacrifice, but he is faithful and he is true, and he will give you more and more, and I'll tell you what, you'll have joy going through it. Because joy comes from the Lord. It is one of the gifts of the Spirit. And uh, and so I just want to bring on this other person now. It's Tom Althaus. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Hey, guys. So, Tom, official introduction to Christy. That's Patriot's Perspective. And Mickey has been our guest and is the newest member of the Right On Radio family. Congratulations to you both. Wonderful. And just a quick introduction. Yes. To, uh, just a quick introduction to Tom. Tom wrote the 
well, what's called the Matrix. <laughs> He's the guy who invented all this stuff, and they've been running it as a playbook ever since. Mm -hmm. uh, his original script was called The Immortals, right. and is actually way better than the movie The Matrix. <laughs> uh, but Tom has uh, come on because uh, actually Tom's going to announce something for Friday as well. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, there's a there's a major discoveries going on. We have a documentary team that's just stellar. And uh, Jeff, everything you've done has been amazing with other hosts too to keep the story from being buried. There's been a lot of opposition. A lot of us see things like, you know, um, shadow banning, sight struck, interviews struck, you name it, they'll do this. They don't want the truth out. They want to run the narratives through their media. So basically we have a documentary team that's just stellar. We have wonderful hosts like yourself and uh, people doing research now. And what we're finding is things that we didn't even know was right before our eyes. And one of the things that's very interesting is everybody talks about being red-pilled. And so we're going to talk about it on the program because um, red pill and blue pill actually came from the original work. And the original work, what it was doing was revealing the deep state, what's going on, plans for the one world society. And so the red pill was the bad pill in the original work. And so those that took it and hijacked the work turned the red pill into the good pill. Now everybody talks about being red-pilled. And so red was bad, blue was good. The blue pill was not something offered to Neo with, with the red pill. It was something that the underground used to bootleg a pill that you could enter the program, make a difference, and had painful side effects. So the blue pill was good, the red pill was bad. Now how the red pill was developed? The red pill was developed in the backstory and in the story treatment as experiments on children, on the blood, growth hormones, in order to form something that would give longevity to create a pill on a program of the red pill. And so everybody thinks that red pill's good. It is the state that took it, that said it's good, but actually the bad one. Red is the blood of the children. Wow, we have our first caller, Penny Hooks, has joined us. Tom, do you mind just muting while you're not talking? No problem, I'll show you that again. Penny, go ahead, welcome to Right On Radio. Hi! What? I didn't know that I was getting on here. I was trying, I can't hear you, Jeff. You're you're really low, but um, so I I can hear um, Mickey, but I can't hear you. Well, I hope you can hear me. I'm trying my best. I'm screaming into the microphone. Hold on a second. I guess I can um, too close closer to my ear. Um, yes, I just wanted to uh. Uh, can you hear me, Jeff? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Do you have a question or a comment? Well, I just have a comment. I'm telling you that um, I don't know what I do without you guys. Um, when you're not on there, I, I, I get really upset because I live, my life lives for you. I just, I, I love every bit of right on radio, and I just wanted to let you know. And I'm, right now, it's really interesting of uh, what you guys are talking about. Um, I learned a lot from you guys, so I just thought I'd let you know. Thank you so much for those generous comments, Penny. I've got a lot of noise coming from your face, so I'm going to let you go, but I thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of the family. And thank you. All right, yeah, we got the deep state coming up against us, but hey, this is a call-in show. Just mute, you have your mic muted until it's your time to speak, and uh, hopefully that's going to clear up some of the issues we've never had them before on this we've had echo 
occasionally, but we've never had these uh, types of issues. And it's because we've got three very powerful people, plus me, <laughs> that are on here. So go ahead, call in. Call in if you have a chance. We want to get you on the air with a question or a comment. Uh, you can call in now. You can talk to Mickey, Christy, Tom, or myself. Thanks for joining the Right On Radio Fan Club. Uh, awesome. I'm sorry, no. What is the San Francisco Bay against Golden Gate? Golden Gate. Golden Gate. Golden Gate. Golden Gate. Golden Gate. Christy, we've got the news coming through your feed now. Oh, I had to mute Christy's mic because I was getting a lot of noise. Uh, PBG37, I keep letting you in, but you, uh, you haven't uh, clicked the link to come in. But you're welcome to come in, and you can get... You can talk to Mickey, Christy, Tom, or myself, or all of us. There's a question or a comment. We're going to keep the phone lines open for a couple of minutes if you want to come in. So go ahead and hit that now. Oh, we've got a shy bunch here, Mickey. Maybe, maybe they're scared of a powerful woman. Oh, let me just tell you, do not fear, do not fear. I was just listening to Tom, and, uh, you know, hopefully this will maybe spark a conversation. But first of all, Tom, it's so, so great to meet you. Uh, the pleasure and the honor is all mine. That is just absolutely wonderful that you are on the show. Um, this is crazy that you said initially, uh, you know, that the, the red pill was the bad pill and that it indicated the blood of the children. That hits me like a ton of bricks. And, you know, might I say, I won't be using the word red pill again, uh, especially in understanding what that original meaning is. I had absolutely no idea that that's what that, um, that, that's what that meant. So thank you for that clarification. And I uh, just want to thank you so much for your work. Um, thanks for sharing that too. I just had to unmute first. Um, yes, that means a lot to me. Jeff and I just discussed that. It was discovery we made today, even though it was in the work, um, there's been so much going on that I didn't realize all the different components in this that the documentary team is also chewing on too. And so we landed this and realized, look, this is coming from the children. It hit, and Jeff and I were both thinking, right, Jeff, that, you know, how's this going to affect people? But I think people are ready for the truth. And um, when we realize how important this is tied to the children, I think God had a specific timing for this to come forward, and that was tonight. Christy, you have some breaking news. Break on in. Yeah, first of all, I just want to say, Tom, it's so nice to finally get to meet you. I've, I've listened to several of your interviews with Jeff, and I'm just, like, so excited about your documentary, and I can't wait to hear more about it. Um, we do have some breaking news, everyone. There's been a Texas school shooting. You may already be aware of it. Um, but I just wanted to take a moment to share with you jeff do you mind if i share some thoughts on this do we have time yeah please do okay please do. so you know it's very interesting what's being said 
from supposedly President Biden, and I say supposedly, and the, you know, I'm, and I'm reading from. Let me just tell you where I'm reading from. The New York Times. So this obviously, we know what the New York Times is. There's basically 18 children and a teacher are killed in a Texas elementary school. A gunman killed a, um, killed at least 18 children and a teacher in rural Texas. They didn't really say which um, area, but of course they immediately relate it to the massacre, massacre of Sandy Hook Elementary, which happened a decade ago. So 10 years ago, keep in mind these people love numbers. Tom can go into all of that. Um, but a couple things that I noticed was just by reading this article, um, the governor Abbott said, and I'm quoting, he shot and killed horrifically, incomprehensibly, he said in a news conference. Um, then I just want to read to you what, you know, some of the other people involved said, okay? So they go on to say, okay, so some of the parents speak. Um, I'm not concerned about what they're, what they're saying the parents said, okay? So the, what I, when I'm reading the news and I'm just kind of telling you, like, what, this, what are some of the things we looked for? So they say, this is, this is quoting from the New York Times article, President Biden returning from a trip abroad called Mr. Abbott, he doesn't say Governor Abbott, um, from Air Force One. And a White House spokesman said the president had offered any and all assistance to the governor in the wake of the horrific shooting in Olvade, I guess it's U-V-A-L-D-E. So I'm assuming it's Uvalde. Um, Mr. Biden was expected to address the shooting after returning to the White House late Tuesday, but he didn't, of course. Okay. So, quote, enough is enough, quotes Vice President Kamala Harris during um, an event in Washington. As a nation, we have to have courage to take action. So, you know, these are things we've been hearing about. This actually occurred at Robb Elementary School immediately um, it was brought forth the memories and again, they go into Sandy Hook, you know, so it's all about Sandy Hook. They're trying to bring about Sandy Hook again and again and again. The other thing that they do for many of the weight of the tragedy appeared to be um, compounded by its arrival soon after a deadly mass killing of black shoppers in a grocery store in Buffalo. So I'm just going to say we can't even make this stuff up. I mean, you know. I mean, Tom, maybe you can write the script before they do, but this is like, it, it sounds just all so very planned. Yeah, I would agree with you. I'm in, consider in my family, in our situation, they say we're worth billions because of the work and we have the copyright proceeding there. So we're in a position to actually cash in and make a difference and play the money game where we turn it for the benefit of those that are good. And so, and for the kids. And so what happens in our situation is the other side actually employs family members in order to do their ruses. They put them into top positions in their game on the game board. My sister actually became, under the congressman who's actually an FBI operative, I won't name his name right now, uh, took her into the wing and made, she became the spokesperson for Sandy Hook. So she got airtime through this. So that tells me right there, uh, with who she is and the damage she's done, that this is all part of a game they've planned to cause effect and have control. And listen, I'm going off and I, I'm going off. Of, oh, sorry, Jeff. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think these guys are sleepers. I think the people are being programmed. Uh, they're being very specific. So these were really, really young children. And listen, this is horrific, folks. This is absolutely horrific. I'm not making light of it at all. 
but these are going to ramp up because let, let's face it, the midterms are coming up and these are the only plays. Uh, they want to create chaos. Uh, remember, they're saying is out of chaos order and it's problem, reaction, solution. They come up with the solution, which is the way for them to gain more power. Then they calculate the reaction and they create the problem. Folks, this is what's going on. I don't think that this is random. Look, I don't know for sure. I'm speculating at this point, but these are going to ramp up. We saw Buffalo. Now this, they're bringing back the Sandy Hook. So all that programming that's been put out there for 10 years with these types of shootings and things like that is going to come back up. Look, these people are sick. They will sacrifice children. And look, we know even more horrific things that happen to children, but they are sacrificing children for their power. I don't blame the, men well, I do blame the mentally unstable person who actually acted this out, but I'm confident in my spirit that this person was groomed for this in some way, some way. It is against human nature unless you're a devout occultist or something, or you've been programmed because people just don't do this stuff randomly. Jeff, I'd have to agree. I'm just going to jump in and say, I think that's exactly it. Who's going to kill small children? A lot of these people that do this are seeking attention, but a lot of them are also employed to do it. And they're offered fame and their moment in the sun. And it's pitched in a way where they feel like they're going to gain something from it. Otherwise, they would never touch this. They would never do this. And so we're looking at a situation where, yes, this is supposed to create fear. Even in the Game of Thrones, they talk about out of chaos comes opportunity. And that way, like you said, they set up the game, they play the game, they move their pieces about, all planned out. They're not good at improvising. Those of us that follow God, we're able to follow as he leads us, and God can outwit man. But these guys have to follow a rule book and a playbook, and they do horrendous things to have effect and cause fear. And notice that it's always, and you know, I'm going to say this because, you know, I'm such a fighter for the local public schools. This is all has to do with public schools. So, I mean, this is a bad thing that occurs in public schools. So, I mean, you know, if we can't open our eyes to some of the things that have happened, um, in addition, you know, to it being to an actual public school, and this is a question I'm kind of just tossing out there that if any of you remember, um, wasn't there a situation uh, where the person who was kidnapped, okay, this influencer that was kidnapped in the mountains, wasn't she supposed to be in Sandy Hook and wasn't she one of the supposed to be like one of the deceased or the video recorders? It was a very strange circumstance where people actually placed her at Sandy Hook and then all of a sudden she gets killed in the mountains by her boyfriend that by the way I don't think anybody can find and conveniently John Walsh is also a part of that mix I mean and Megan Walsh has brought him forward and brought him into the mix of those things I mean we all we really can't even make this stuff up because it's such a small tiny little world of these people that are trying to dominate the rest of us 
You know, I think what you're saying too is you look at the cast of characters and how they're connected. When I was being groomed by the FBI and groomed by Hollywood, the FBI actually gave me a card that said, please extend every courtesy to Tom Oldhouse. The Walshes had me on their program, America's Most Wanted, if I got them right, and I was on the premiere. And it was a lucrative thing. I made some money off that. They caught the guy and it had residuals. And so these guys were courting me. The FBI took me to dinner. These guys groom you when they think you're going to be your player. They're your player. And then all of a sudden, if you're not that, suddenly they turn on you. Now the FBI is trying to destroy me. So it's like they play a game where everybody's supposed to be their piece on the board and move the way they, the controllers want you to move. If you do not, then they're going to try to get rid of that piece. And one important point I want to make out, they keep going back to the same old playbook. Remember, the devil cannot create. He can only imitate, and they stick to their playbook. They cannot create. We have an unfair advantage with the Holy Spirit that we are able to make those alternative moves. We can see the board from different angles. Sure, they've gamed all this stuff out. They've studied humans and psychology, and they know a lot of stuff, but they are not smarter than God. Mickey, what do you say about this? I'm so sorry. I had a moment where I could not turn my microphone on. <laughs> um, I, yes, you're absolutely right. And and evil, the one thing that, that Satan does over and over and over again is the same thing over and over and over again. It's always a shooting. It's always pornography. It's always addiction. It's always murder. It's always child sacrifice. There's nothing new under the sun according to the word of God. The only creator is God. God created everything. So you're absolutely right. I mean, I just agree with you 100%. I will say, um, in addition to that, it is, uh, I'm sitting here learning so much just from listening to the three of you. So you'll have to excuse me if I'm a little bit um, quiet because I'm speaking out of my element, but I am just soaking in this information like a sponge because within the depths of my soul, I just feel like these shootings are planned. And I have felt that way for a long, long time. And I didn't have the proof or, you know, at the time, like I said, I have, I'm, I joined the game late. Uh, so I'm just sitting here learning uh, from all of you, and I thank you for being patient with me as I uh, sit and listen. I know when to speak, but I definitely know when to open my ears, and this is uh, possibly one of those times, so uh, thank you for that. Well, let me add to that because there's something else coming down the pipe, folks, and we've been talking about it on the show for you know probably the better part of a year now, but there's a, a certain magic potion inside of a lot of people. And it has certain quant qualities to it that make people antennas. And we know about the 5G rollout, and then the plan is obviously to go to 6G. But the towers are going up everywhere right now. And we know with frequencies and the things like that that we've learned, many more people are going to get activated. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not wanting this. I'm speaking out against it. But we have to be prepared that this is going to ramp up, and that's why we have to fight. We are in a war. There is no turning back. There's no going back to sitting in the Roman Colosseum just watching football all day. And I love football. I've Believe me, I was a devout follower of sports, hockey, football, all kinds of stuff. But we have no time for that anymore. We must fight, and we must fight now. And we fight with our godly weapons. We don't need to draw swords. We just need to speak the word and speak it into truth. Because 
We have our weapon of mass destruction, which is prayer. And that's why this community is so special, because we are a praying community, and we know how to pray. We know how to pray powerfully. And if we can agree on things and even get more targeted in our prayers, we will change the world, folks, through God's power and him using us as his kids here in his kingdom we will change the world. We all have a piece. I'm just a podcaster. You know, we're we're just we're just a bunch of fools up here. But we can, God uses us to confound the world. The world will not see it coming. Will you stand in agreement with us? Will you get into the fight? Type yes. Type yes. I'll fight in the chat. Say something. Write a comment if you're listening to the replay. We need you to get involved. And Jeff, I want to add there too, just wanted to add also, a lot of people ask, what can I do? What can I do? It's just me. We're all just me's, like you just said. And the thing is that you will know what to do. You'll be guided. No one can know better than you and God telling you what to do. That's the best way to learn what to do to make a difference. You, there may be a man struggling across the street and God guides you to help them. So that's kind of what this is. Follow that. You don't need someone to tell you. Follow what God guides you to do. And it may just be the most important thing in this world to have done. Amen. And Katie says, fight the good fight. By the way, that's one of my favorite songs as well. Look it up. <laughs> it's, anyways, I digress. Um, thank you so much for that, Katie. And uh, if nothing else, talk to your neighbors. Absolutely, Christy. Uh, he is strong in our weakness. Absolutely, Kathy. God's warrior, Rita. Right on, right on, right on. Hey, listen, everyone. We'll, we've got time for maybe one or two calls, but then we're going to wrap up here. We got to catch up on the news. We got to get ready. We got a, another show tomorrow, uh, another show on Thursday, another show on Friday, another show on Saturday. Our singing poor prayer celebration on Saturday. If if nothing else, join our singing poor prayer celebration, folks. It is like that is we're sending missiles up, folks. You have no idea how powerful it is. And by the way, you have no idea how rejoiced. You will be uh, after being in it. It's just a beautiful time with the Lord. The Holy Spirit has shown up every single time. And it's on our Telegram channel, right on radio. Singing poor prayer celebration, 8 p.m. Saturday night. And by the way, Saturday night sermon, Brian Cole is back. I noticed he, his name was brought up in chat uh, even earlier today. But Brian is going to be back for another Saturday night sermon. And then Sunday... We'll be doing another chapter of Acts, so make sure you come back in. Uh, it's very purposeful. I believe I was led by the Lord to do the book of Acts for you right now because, ladies and gentlemen, that's what the church is going to start looking like. This is what we're called to do. We're called to be like that Acts church again. And these guys were just regular guys, but man, did they change the world. <laughs> We're still talking about it 2,000 years later. So, last chance to call in if you're all shy, but, you know, come on, call in. We celebrated our 300th episode today. Someone call in and say congratulations. All right, and we have a caller. Kathy, welcome to Right on Radio. Hello, can you hear me? 
loud and clear. God bless you all. I just wanted you to know that I'm a real person. And I love I love this family. I Tom Outhouse, I have followed you right from the beginning. Jeff Jesse, I have followed you guys right from the beginning. And that's been years now. And I'm I'm not young, but I'm not afraid. And I, I just want you to know that. I am a prayer warrior. I have lost everything. My husband, my twin sister, my house, my car. I've lost it all. But you know what? It's only stuff. Jesus is what counts. Jesus is our power. Jesus is our prayer. And Jesus uses the weak, the weakest to profound the mighty. And here I am. Amen, Kathy. And that that is the best testimony we could hear right now. Uh, and that's an inspiration to you because they, they are just things, folks. And look, I love my things like everybody else does. <laughs> no doubt. And well, Jeff, I can get into a whole diatribe Jeff, about that. Jeff, when you lose when you lose your stuff, and it doesn't matter if you've lost your people. If you've lost your people, that's what counts. The stuff means nothing. Jesus gives it all back to you. Our treasures are in heaven. I, I believe that. I've always believed that. And, and that's how I live. I've been a nurse. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. That's all I want to pipe huh. in to say thank you for your... You Tom, you're amazing. And I am blue-pilled. I've <laughs> been for a while. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but thank you so much. I just wanted you to know thank you, and it gave me chills. I'm so glad you're there. I'm always here. I'm here for... I follow you guys everywhere. I follow you all. You guys are my family. I live with my cat. <laughs> Everybody in my family is vaxxed. Everybody but me. And I'm the only healthy one. Imagine that. <laughs> it's yeah, true. It's, it's sad. It's sad. I've got some family that got it as well. And uh, look, we're praying for them. And uh, God is bigger than all these other things. And Amen. Uh, amen. And you're right with the stuff. Uh, you know, I've shared some of my testimony on the on the program before, but I've been humbled twice and lost everything. And, uh, you know, it was just circumstances. I wish it was all bad business decisions, but it wasn't. It was just uh, what God, God systematically dismantled my life twice. Yours and mine both. Yours and mine both. And one day I lost it all. But you know what? I'm still here. You're a fighter for sure. Hey, thank you for sending those flowers and stuff like that. That really helps the algorithms. I really appreciate it, just like with Super Chat and everything else. All right, folks. Well, we've been on for about an hour now, so I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to go around the panel and give everyone a, a last word. And, uh, let's uh, let's start with, well, let, I'm going to save Christy for second last. Why don't we go to Tom and then Nikki, then Christy? Okay, I'll keep it really short. I just want to say I love you guys. I love God. I'm not just choked up. I lost two kids through this. I lost actually three, and I got one left. They said that I have them because they know I'm afraid for his safety, but I'm not afraid. I know that we are all standing together to make a difference for God. So I'm a little choked up, Amen. but thanks for having me on. I love you guys, and we're going to win. God's going to win. We've already won.
Thank you so much, Tom, for, for sharing that. And my heart just breaks. My heart just goes out. But I know that everything that we go through is because God has called us to a, a time such as this. There's so much pain in this world. There's so much pain that we have to experience. And I can't imagine experiencing those things without family, without friends, without people like you, Tom, uh, Christy, Jeff. Thank you so much for putting your neck out there, for being so brave, for being so courageous, and for inspiring so many people to follow in your footsteps. I can't say enough. God bless each and every one of you. Uh, that's such a, so awesome words, Tom and Mickey. Uh, what say you, Christy? Oh, Christy, you're still muted. I don't know why Christy is unable to unmute, but I know she would have fighting words. Uh, I'll give Christy just another moment or so. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Christy, I don't know what's going on. Maybe you want to go out and come right back in. I'll hold the fort for a moment if you want to do that. Okay. Maybe while uh, she's trying to go out and come back in, I will say this. There's one verse uh, in the Bible, and I may not be able to quote it exactly, but it says, uh, you know, we're talking about, and our, our caller was talking about the same thing about these material possessions. You know, what does it do? What does it profit me to gain the whole world and lose my soul? So we are here because of our convictions, but ultimately it is the souls of those that belong to Christ that we are here for. Amen. And Misty River just put in uh, Colossians 3, uh, verse 2. Set your affection on things above, not on the things on the earth. Amen, Misty River. Amen. All right. Christy is back. Yes. Kathy, I, w I was trying to to say your message is awesome and, and all prayers are appreciated. And, you know, if you can't do anything else, at least pray. And we very much need the prayer warriors and that's critical for everything that tom is doing and then i also wanted you know sometimes i i do get on my tangents of you know being a part of the government because we desperately need so many people you know to go in and take over and you know do some of the cleanup work but at the same time we also need people you know in entertainment to pretty much rebuild everything so no matter what your position is if it's a prayer warrior um or any just talking to your neighbor or just taking off your mask any little thing that we all do matters so i thank you all for being there and kathy your testimony is awesome and and thank you for for making us your family have something really special in this community um you know what can i say god is assembling something it has nothing to do with me it doesn't have anything to do with christy uh mickey or tom look uh, you know i've said this before but once i found out what was truly going on in the world and i've been politically aware of this stuff for over 30 years a lot of the stuff but you know some of the satanic stuff i did not know until about two years ago now or coming up on it and i just simply made the decision 
I'm not going to stand in front of my Lord and say, I knew and I did nothing. That is not the case. I want to be like Paul and said, I ran my course, I did my race, you know, and uh, I want to be able to stand and look my Savior in the eye and say, I at least, you know, I gave it my all, I gave it my best, and, you know, I'm a grandfather now. I'm not going to leave this world uh, in a mess. It's not going to be my generation that uh, that failed. Uh, amen. <laughs> SOS Army Activate. You have no idea what's coming there, Katie. That's uh, We got some really great stuff coming uh, for that where we can all really get involved. We're going to relaunch it. We're going to relaunch it properly. Um, you know, the first time we launched the SOS Army, I kind of made it up on the air. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Selah had to pick up a lot of the crumbs behind me. Um, and she was so good to do that and hold it together. But there were so many complications uh, before because we were tied in with, uh, and I'm not saying anything bad, but we were tied in with, uh, with, you know, another organization at the time. And we had, and they wanted vetting and stuff like that. And it was kind of counterproductive. Again, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying we didn't launch it the way it should have been launched. And uh, it was rushed. We're going to relaunch it. It's going to be a beautiful thing for this community, for this world, and it's going to be super powerful. You have no idea. God, I've been praying to God. I, even when I took that time off, I've been praying to God about this, and he's been giving me bits and pieces. They're all coming together. Don't have the perfect launch sequence. I might never have the perfect launch sequence, but when he says go, we're going to go, and we're all going to get involved and do it right this time. So God bless every single one of you, thank you for being here. Thank you for, uh, you know, celebrating, although we're at, uh, you know, 405, 406 episodes. This is our 300th uh, official episode, and uh, to me, it was so special to have uh, Mickey here. It was just, uh, it was a ordained connection with Mickey uh, to be on here, and uh, as I said, she's just someone who's going to be in the fight with us folks and and she might not want to come back but <laughs> she's certainly going to be welcome back oh uh, you can't get rid of me <laughs> i love that attitude that's right <laughs> so listen and tom uh tom's going to be here we're going to do a full program on Podbean with tom on friday and he's going to uh describe a little bit more about what's going on it's some big news that he's talking about and there's a lot of big things going on and you got to remember with tom's story it really is kind of seeing into the future because God gave him that script prophetically. So, you know, they're following it as a plan. And because we have it written down and we've got the full script, we know exactly what they're going to do. And all the things are coming into play right now. So don't miss the show on Friday. Uh, we're going to have another great show for you on Thursday. It'll be on Rumble and all that stuff as well. Um, and let's look, folks, I'm sorry we're bouncing around, but, uh, you know, there's there's other shows that get away with stuff. We don't because we mix in the true word of God. We don't fall for all the other books that are coming out. We don't fall for this great apostasy. We will not be fooled by this. We will not fall in. We cannot be bought. We cannot be bought. Uh, believe me, folks, I'll share, share a toast testimony with you sometime in the future. We cannot be bought because we have... There have been attempts to buy us and to buy us with big money. And it won't happen, folks. Again, I'm not going to stand in front of the Lord and say, oh, I took the money. You kidding me? I'm not worshiping mammon. No way, no day. 
I pray against the spirit of mammon. I pray against it. So anyways, yeah. listen, I'm in a yeah. Jeff, I want to lift you up too. I just want to lift you up real quick and just say thank you for being a brother. Thanks for being an amazing man you are. I think it's important that you hear it, that you know, you've just done so much for so many people. And like you said, to see somebody who won't be bought, it means the world. I've seen so many people be bought, including family and so many people in the industry, and you aren't. I also want to say thank you for all the love that was poured out in the chat too. It means a lot. And Jeff, just keep being the warrior you are. Thanks. And it's with uh, with your guys' support, you know, God God provides. And, and yeah, look, thank you, man. You know, every one of us needs encouragement sometimes, you know. And, uh, you know, and I think Christy has, has stepped into the, <laughs> to the fire. Uh, she's joined the Trust Jesus Club because that's what happens when you come into the Right On Radio family. Uh, that's a warning to you, Mickey. Uh, it does become the Trust Jesus Club really quick because you'll see how much you need to trust them once you come into this arena. And uh, look, he, he comes through, folks. It doesn't mean it's always going to be easy, but he comes through. He is good. Taste and see how good the Lord can be in your life. And I'm going to end it there. God bless each and every one of you. We'll see you tomorrow for the Military Analyst. And uh, have a good night. Over and out. Love your God. Love your family. Love your neighbor. And make a difference in your community.